Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. This is like catching a big brown trout on the White River. I've always wanted this. Give me the hogs, Chuck. I just told the kids that we have to play well to win. If we prepare and play hard and all those things, we'll have a great chance to do that. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to it. First night game of the season. Great weather. People are going to have a chance to tailgate all day. You've got a Power 5 team coming in here that's not been to town before. An ESPN2 national audience. It's going to be a big crowd. The stage is set. And we'll see if the Razorbacks are able to deliver as they take on BYU. BYU still thinking about last year. At least the guys who are still left over. So... Got a big game Saturday night, and obviously that's where we are going to begin on this edition of the Game of the Hawks Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. I thought we'd kind of recap the week and get ready for the game at the same time as we talk about Arkansas and BYU. Now, the narrative for two weeks has been, how come the Razorbacks aren't running the football a little bit more? A lot of people are talking about that. Sam Pittman spoke to this on his radio show Wednesday night. We're just going to start right there. We've talked a lot about whether we can run the ball, whether we can. It seems like right now we're trying to find all the negatives and we're not talking about how good our defense has been playing because they've been playing outstanding. And the bottom line is you don't have to win the stats. you got to win the game. What we've done is we've gotten a lot of turnovers on defense. I don't know when the last time we picked two passes and scored 14 points in the in two consecutive games so we've been doing a lot of good things there and special teams do we have to run the ball better absolutely and we will i'd like to talk a little bit about some of the things we're doing good as well the defense really has been good and i think they're going to have a chance to get some turnovers in this ball game you know the thing too that i've noticed and he talked about it there the the pick sixes you know how many times do you see a defensive back or a linebacker in perfect position to make an interception. The ball hits his hands, drops to the ground, and you hear the guy on the television or the radio saying, man, if he'd held on to that ball, he had nothing but green grass in front of him. Lots of times those guys are playing defense because they can't catch. If they could catch, they'd be playing offense. But Arkansas's guys can catch. And I think they're going to get some uh, get some chances tonight. BYU's a lot different team than the one the Razorbacks faced a year ago out in Provo. Arkansas is a much different team. Both teams have done a great deal through the transfer portal. Arkansas has got 38 new guys. BYU's got 60. They've got 60 new players from a season ago. If it weren't for Colorado and Dion, everybody might be talking about how BYU is the one who has made over their roster most dramatically. Um, Kalani Sataki is their head coach. We're going to hear from him a little bit later in this edition of the podcast. But this is Sam Pittman talking about the Cougars and what the Razorbacks are going to face. They did a really nice job in the transfer portal. I guess coach thought that they needed to go in there. They got obviously got a quarterback in the transfer portal, got a big, nice 
tackle from Oklahoma State in the transfer portal. They got really two really nice offensive tackles. And they have some guys like Max Tooley, the linebacker, who I really think is a really good player. And they've got a Mike linebacker, number two, that's a really good player. So they do have some guys that's played for them before, but they have a nucleus of guys transfer guys new sort of like us a little bit offensively they they have changed a little bit they're more of a stretch team an outside zone team they do run a counter extra where they have they're pulling two and has have a lead blocker that's one of their favorite plays run a little bit of inside zone drop back passing with the quarterback they have their strength to me is their two tackles and their wide receiver group on on offense defensively they got a brand new coordinator from weaver state and they are multiple and fire zone team in other words they're bringing two to a side dropping the end now i don't know if that means byu is going to run the ball maybe a little bit more than you might normally think about a BYU team running the ball. They've got some offensive line issues, too. At least that's the narrative in Provo this week. I'm going to play a soundbite from Kalani Sataki, their head coach, and listen to his words and how much it sounds like some of the things we've heard Sam Pittman say. Yeah, we're going to be fine. I have a lot of confidence in our players and our coaches. And when you evaluate everything, I think the job is to try to fix all the problems. But that's the game of football. Problems happen. But I feel really good about where we're at right now as a team. Looking at the film, Southern Utah had their mindset that they weren't going to allow us to run the ball as much as we wanted to. And so they crowded the box. And that's why that's why the passing game was a lot more effective for us. So I talked about asking for balance and we got the balance if they want to do one thing and take it away we got an opportunity to do something else and I thought that that was a great game plan there's obviously some miscues that that I think we can fix but it doesn't always come down to just the old line sounds pretty familiar doesn't it I mean it sounds like a lot of the things coach Pittman said and when you look at teams and the way they rework their rosters now with the transfer portal unless you're one of those lucky coaches out there who's got a veteran offensive line with a couple of all-conference guys and maybe an All-American out there, unless you're one of those guys, you know, retooling that offensive line may become one of the harder things that coaches have to do because of the transfer portal. You know, you get new guys in. Maybe you sign somebody and it doesn't pan out and you got to go get somebody better. We've been in that spot. You know, you find yourself in a position when you do that that you're retooling in many respects. Arkansas is doing that. BYU's doing that. Most teams out there, quite frankly, are doing that. Even Texas, and we talked about this earlier in the week, even Texas dismantling Alabama, they still have some issues running the ball. Now, fortunately for them, they threw for 350 and it didn't matter. But as you heard their coach, Sataki, saying a few moments ago, sometimes it's based on what the defense does. Uh, that's, that's the way you do it offensively. And um, we'll see how BYU approaches it tonight. But I, I just thought it was interesting to, uh, to hear him make his comments about their offensive line and compare it to what we've heard about ours. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. 
Hey, if you are buying or selling a home, you've heard me talk about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. You've heard me talk about my experience with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. I partnered with them to buy, partnered with them to sell. Each instance was different, and all the instances, every single thing that came up was handled well by my real estate professional. And that, to me, was the key to it all. They got me from contract to close. They knew exactly how to do it. And they were pros every step of the way. You want somebody that understands the market. Because it's different. It is different in different places. Um, Depending upon your backyard, your area. Uh, Location does matter. Matters when it comes time to buy. Matters when it comes time to sell. You need somebody that understands all that. You also need somebody that keeps in touch with you. Somebody that returns your call. Somebody that lets you know how the process is going. Because you're going to have questions. And you need them answered. And you need to partner with somebody who understands that and who will respond in a timely manner. That was my experience with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, as a buyer and a seller. I think it's going to be your experience as well. They've got an office in Fayetteville, Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith, Branson, Missouri. They've got the region covered. And you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. That was a called play, and I called it, Chuck. Hey, Chuck, and I made some good calls today, too, You sure did. You sure did. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Prize Picks is a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game. How does it work? Well, you pick two to six players, and if they will go for more or less than their prize picks projection. Prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Find out all about it at prizepicks.com HTL and use code HTL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com HTL and use the code HTL for that first deposit match of up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. prizepicks.com, daily fantasy sports made easy. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, I want to get down to the crux of the matter as we move a little bit closer to the football game on Saturday night. And I don't think this only applies in this ball game, I think it's going to apply in the LSU ball game. It may even apply in the Texas A&M ballgame. I don't know that it will be the case all year. But for right now, Arkansas is going to have to lean heavily on K.J. Jefferson. They know it. And by they, I mean the players, the coaches. I'm sure BYU knows it, and I'm sure LSU is going to know it next week. Rocket Sanders is not going to play in this ballgame, and he's not going to play against LSU. It does not appear. If he does, it's going to be 
maybe less than 100%. Let's just put it that way. It's hard to imagine after having not played in three games, you send a kid out there in Baton Rouge and say, all right, Rocket, go be as great as you can be. I think it's going to come down to Arkansas's best player leading Arkansas through this two- or three-week period as this offensive line settles and as they wait on a 1,400-yard first-team All-SEC running back to return. It affects the game planning. It's affected what's going on in the preparation this week. This is Sam Pittman talking about that. The last week it was one or two times. You know, obviously it went over that. And the first week is we don't want to run him at all. This week it's we're going to run him however many it takes to win. We're in big time ball right now. We need to win. We need to let the nation know and our state know that we've got a good football team. So we, we've got to go out there and, and use every advantage that we have. That's going to be the story, in my opinion over the next two or three weeks. Arkansas is going to lean on this guy. And you hate that to always be the case. It's not necessarily ideal. But I think when you look at the big picture and you think about the fact that you've got two first-year starters at tackle and you've got a 1,400-yard first-team all-conference rusher that's not playing, it's a little bit naive to think, well, next guy up and we're not going to miss a beat. You know, those, sound, those words sound good, but in reality, it's generally not that way. And that's why I think KJ is going to be called upon. Now, here's one of the reasons that I think when it's all said and done in this ball game, the numbers are going to look a lot better. You know, the last week's game was short, too short, really. Uh, Kent State played, you know, four corners. It was, like, uh, it was like watching a basketball game. It was like watching an old ACC game when Dean Smith was the coach of North Carolina. Compare the numbers. Compare the number of snaps. Arkansas against Western Carolina had 70 snaps. They had 53 against Kent State. That's 17 fewer plays. Arkansas did not have opportunities. People say, well, are they going to open up the offense? Man, when you're only running 53 plays, you know, everything you've got scripted out, all this stuff you might like to do, you can't get to all of it. The situations change in the game. Things get scrapped. Things get put off until next week. It's not ideal. I don't think this game's going to be like that. I don't think that Kent State's, or pardon me, Brigham Young's going to play keep away. I don't think they're going to bleed the clock. Now, they might do it a little bit more against Arkansas than they do against some other teams. And I think if they see an opportunity – like if they get a lead or something to slow things down a little bit, they might take advantage of that. But I don't think their M.O. is going to be what Kent State's, what Kent State's M.O. was last week. I think you're going to see Brigham Young snap the ball, try to score, and uh, I think Arkansas will have many more opportunities to snap the ball and uh, K.J. to get the ball in the hands of his playmakers. We'll see. That'd be my take. K.J.'s got to lead this team. Uh, he's got the potential, I think, to do that. And if Arkansas is going to survive this stretch that they begin after tonight, and I really include the ball game against Brigham Young as part of this, but after this ball game, you're going to start a stretch where all the metal you have is going to be tested. And I just think it's going to be incumbent upon KJ to lead this team. Is that fair? Maybe not. But I think that's the position that they're in. And I think their success or failure against Brigham Young is going to hinge in large part.
Hey, I know those of you who like to place a wager on the game that you're watching, or maybe the Razorbacks are gearing up for another big football weekend. You've got college football. You've got the NFL coming up on Sunday. How'd you do the first weekend or the first big weekend last week with college and pros? How are you planning on doing this week? The Bet Saracen app is what I'm driving at. If you've not downloaded Arkansas's favorite sports betting app, you need to do so today. You'll find out very quickly why it's Vegas, Arkansas style. Yeah, you've got all your traditional lines on games. You've got your over-unders. you got all that stuff. But you've also got a lot of things at the Bet Saracen app you don't get other places. Former Razorbacks. Opportunities to wager on Razorbacks, yardage, and all kinds of exotic bets, parlays. They're going to have an opportunity for you to have some fun. And if you've not downloaded it, you really need to do so if you're going to be ready for the weekend. They've got a how-to-play video. They'll get you ready at the Bad Saracen app. By the way, Arkansas minus eight at this late hour on the Bet Saracen app. All right, here's the rest of the schedule. 11 o'clock in the morning on ESPN, LSU's in Mississippi State. LSU, nine-and-a-half point favorite according to the Bet Saracen app. I've heard those. I've heard those who are picking Mississippi State in an upset. We'll have to see. Mizzou struggled to win the last time out. They've got 15th-ranked Kansas State. That's on tap at 11 o'clock in the morning on the SEC Network. Kansas State by three and a half. Georgia's at home against South Carolina. That's a CBS game. Georgia's a 27-and-a-half point favorite at home against South Carolina. We'll see. There are some games that probably won't be that great. Alabama takes on South Florida. Um, Texas A&M's at home against Louisiana Monroe. Tennessee and Florida. That's on ESPN tomorrow night. Gainesville, Tennessee still a a six-and-a-half point favorite. Auburn's got Samford, Vanderbilt's at UNLV, Barry Odom going up against the Commodores, Ole Miss at home against Georgia Tech, Kentucky at home against Akron. That's what it looks like this weekend. You can get all the latest lines at the Bet Saracen app. All right, the stage is set. Arkansas trying to move to 3-0. and Do you realize that Lou Holtz was the Razorback coach the last time Arkansas went 3-0 and in three straight seasons? Holtz's first three years, Arkansas started those seasons 3-0. and Nobody has gone 3-0 and three straight years since. And on one end, it's hard to believe, but on the other end, it's perfectly easy to believe. Um, Coach Pittman has an opportunity to go 3-0 and against Brigham Young. Ought to be a good one. All right, we're going to be around on Monday. We'll break it all down. We'll see how it goes, and we'll get ready for the conference opener against LSU. If you're traveling, do so safely. Enjoy the game. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll talk Monday. Until then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.